Welcome to the Two Nerds and a Guy from Long Island podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast that throws three friends together to see if the nerdier counterparts can successfully explain traditionally nerdy universes to their friend Dave from Long Island. Will Ricky and Dirk be able to explain high speech in Midworld? Who exactly the man in black is? The difference between Cotet and Tet and Din? And will Dave give a shit? There's only one way to find out this week on Two Nerds and a Guy from Long Island. Nerd alert! Hey, listen! Here we go! Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. You are here with me, Ricky Pickles LaBronte. I'm joined by my co-hosts. Dirk, hang on. I, I wrote down. I, wait, 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 wait. I wrote down a good nickname. Hold on. Dirk, he once ate a man chillcoat. That's uh, that sounds like a made-up thing, but that's that's a true thing, mm-hmm. and the statute of limitations has not run on that, so we need to cut that out. All right. <laughs> um, I'll edit it out next episode. And we're also joined with our good pal Dave. Touches what he wants to touch, Barlin. Oh, yes I do. Yes you do. And I'm and I'm raw. Okay. Let's go. Jesus, what does that mean? I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, well, how are you guys uh, doing? I'm already uncomfortable. Good start. Sorry guys. <laughs> I, uh, nah, I you know what? I brought it on myself. I told I called you, you the person who touches what he touches. Yeah, you did that the first time you said hi to Dave. <laughs> the first time I said hi to Dave, he was yelling. You should have known better. Yeah. Oh God, this guy's gonna be my friend. Yeah. How did I meet Ricky? How did I meet you? I forgot. We met at the bar at Target, and it was very cordial. And then I introduced you to my friend Steve, and you both hated each other right away. Oh, that's right. I had just gotten there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I met you, and I thought you were a nice guy. I was like, oh, that guy's cool. I think I, I met you through Leon or something. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then so Steve it sounds like hated it me. sounds like uh, it sounds like you went to Target. To get uh, like I don't know, like a notepad and like a birthday card, and maybe a basketball, and then there was a bar there. I was there to check uh, out the video games because I I go <laughs> and I play the games on the little computer screens. And then... yeah, so Target Target was a bar in China, by the way, for everybody. Yeah. Um. Right. So what's new right. with you boys? Anything bubbling? Dave, uh, how you doing? Doing good. Yeah, just got back from China. Nice trip. Cool. 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 That was good. I stepped off the plane and I was like, "Oh, I can't live here ever again." So okay. <laughs> it was, it was all right. All right. No, it was, it was just the pollution. It was, it was yeah. already bad. I was yeah, like, yeah. Hey. I was like, now I know why. Yeah, that'll get you. Sometimes mm. you forget the reasons why you've done stuff in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a broad statement. And then, and then, like you, then you, you know, you look at it or you actually return to it and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's something we call uh, regret or retrospect. Yeah, retrospect, everything in retrospect. Mm. But yeah. That was good. I uh, had a good time. Uh, saw the wife, you know, had some good food. It was great. Oh, good. Maybe food this is fantastic, man. Maybe this episode won't be all about fucking sex then. How's that? Is that a possibility? No, it won't be. No? Okay. I did, for- I, I did forget about how good Chinese food is, though. <laughs> <laughs> good, good deflect. Uh What's new with you, Dirk? My wife actually just, uh, Christina just got back from, from Asia as well. 
Okay. Um, she was only in China for a little bit, but then she was in South Korea, and she uh, she bought me some new boxers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Describe them. And they are the they are the best boxers that I have ever worn in my entire life. Mm. Why? They are the I, I don't. I think they're spun from gold. I think they're spun or like something or maybe, probably I maybe not gold. Maybe something like mithril. Like Rapunzel. They are, yeah. They, uh, is your is amazing. your wife? They're like flex. Like they 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 they, they stretch, but they don't cling, and mm. they and so it's like the perfect perfect uh like hybrid of a boxer and a brief it's like I, I i honestly i don't think i don't think i'll ever wear a different pair of boxers again hold them up i want to see one do you want to like buzz here. market no, don't take off your pants <laughs> do you want to bu- i got one right here i got do, one right here I do you want to buzz market and tell us the brand oh i don't know there's some korean brand hold on yeah they might Wait, they might want to sponsor us or something the, the voem the Voem. Why did you why did you have those right there? <laughs> it was like you I don't let them I don't let them out of my sight. It's like you were ready. <laughs> I know. <laughs> did you Okay, are is this cuz if if this is true then I'm very excited. Is this your plan to start to get us money, Dirk? If we can start selling Korean boxers on our podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to try different random products every every time. time I'm going to recommend some random thing. All right. <laughs> I'm next next do... week will be some sort of wrapping paper. I'm gonna be. <laughs> oh man, it's the best wrapping paper. You've never seen wrapping paper like this wrapping paper. <laughs> My buzz market today is a water drink from Sweden. It's called Ramlosa, and uh, <laughs> it's got a citrus flavor. It's very good. Yeah, that's a big thing now. These flavored waters—they're yeah. really—they're hitting the market hard. Yeah. So if you're a flavored uh, water salesman, please just text us. We would love to have your business. So let's start with the episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> today, Dave, we're going to be talking about some books that uh, me and Dirk are into. Um, and this is kind of an opposite look at a, a bunch of books, kind of like we were looking at The Wheel of Time a couple weeks ago. Um, How and can I forget? That, that's a series that Dirk is very, very familiar with, but I am just getting into. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a book series that I am very, very familiar with, and Dirk is just getting into. Okay. And that book series is called *The Dark Tower* by Stephen Dark King. Tower. Yes, it is a seven. Oh, I know this. Yeah, you know it. What do you know? Well, I know Stephen King. Yeah, you know S.K. Loves S.K. Me too. He he used to live in Maine. Still, yeah. still lives he's, in Maine. He's a weirdo. <laughs> That's true. Um, yep, so it was written by Stephen King. Uh, it's seven, well, eight books now. Um, he started writing this in 1982, basically while he was still uh, in his, I think, early 20s. Um, and just finished the most recent book in 2012. So he's been doing this for a while. Um, and yeah, it's. Uh, do you want to hit us with some plot info, Dirk? Uh, so, well, I've only read the first. We're only covering the first three, Dave, because we. Oh doing yeah, this sorry. In parts, just like Wheel of Time, because there's there's too many too many to go in, in one uh, in one go. So, uh, it's it's basically like it starts with um, this guy Roland Deshane, who is a uh, he's a gunslinger. Cool name. Mm-hmm. It is a cool name. It is I a cool think name. There's, there's a lot of aspects of this book that I think I think you actually could get into this. Yeah. Um, 
the book opens with this guy Roland, and he's walking through the desert, and he's looking for a guy called the Man in Black. And uh, that's pretty much all you get to know. And uh, he it seems like he's rugged. He's taking care of himself. He's a gunslinger. Okay. He's uh, just moving through this desert. And uh, you see that, like, through this and through some flashbacks, that the world is kind of like a medieval Old West, kind of. Okay. Uh, If that makes any sense. But there's also hints of, like, ancient civilization kind of scattered around uh, the place. So mm. it's it's definitely sci-fi. It's it's everything. It's sci-fi, fantasy, western, medieval. Okay, so you got a medieval Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. And this guy is that, is that what you said? I mean, is that that's is that on the track there? Yeah, well, it's it, not like it's not like medieval Indiana. Th- think it's of it like there there's like kingdoms and stuff but their techno uh-huh. technological level is like that of an old west okay so like they have yeah. they have kings and castles and like uh lords and feudal lordships um but the knight class is basically gunslingers people with guns okay and they're trained yeah. how to become so they're a, like they're a knight. like they're like jousting with with a six with, shooter with pistols yeah. on sticks yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but there's but there's magic and there's also like technology that's left over from an old an older time yeah so okay. that sounds kind of cool yeah everything in one it's super cool dave i fucking love these books um that sounds kind of cool yeah um so yeah you you meet this guy roland and he's uh, for the full first book he's kind of looking for this man in black he's following this guy who we're kind of assuming is a bad guy um but we don't really know what he's doing by the end of that book we find out that roland's quest is kind of to find this mythical place called the dark tower okay and the dark tower is supposedly the point in which all universes intersect on each other. So it's literally the center of the universe and it holds the universes together. And this this is how it connects that world, mid-world, to Earth. The wheel of time. <laughs> also, would also be connected. Would definitely also be du- connected. You got the dark tower and you got the white tower. Exactly. Yeah, so maybe. if you think about it, the dark tower in Stephen King's books is taking care of Matt Cawthon's hat, Randolph Thor's red, uh, dirty blonde hair. It's taking care of uh, Commander Adama in Battlestar Galactica. Oh my God! Taking care oh of her, Dirk's boy Barrett in Final and Fantasy is, VII. And this is why this episode is going to be five hours long. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah. uh, but yeah, um, so that's kind of where the book starts you off. Um, how do you feel about that so far, David? It's cool. It's I like you know I I like gunslingers, so I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I I knew it. We we me, me and Ricky called this. Yeah, yeah. We were like, he's gonna love gunslingers. So it's a uh, cool thing about. But, I love Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen King was a huge fan of like spaghetti western and stuff uh, back in okay. the day, and so I think a lot of this character Roland came out of Clint Eastwood um, when he was a kid watching those movies and okay, really I, I think built him from that kind of uh, cast. 
So okay. you, you see a lot of Clint Eastwood and Roland, like he doesn't talk much. He's like kind of a badass. He's like the best yeah. goddamn gunslinger out there. Right. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's stoic. He's, he's stoic. Like, you don't, you don't really, he doesn't show his emotion. It's, you know, it's kind of, I love that. I wish I could do that. But the, it, there's also, <laughs> you can do that. You're kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's an emotional wreck. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's pretty true. Um, but like, I mean, Stephen King, you know, I actually did read one of his books. Which one? Um, Which one? A big one. You guys can guess. The Stand? It? Yeah. 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 It. 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 Yeah, okay. It was a great book. Um you know, and he, had, you know, also he made, well, a lot of movies came from his books. Yeah. Um, what was that? That one? It was like a comic book. Um, can't remember. It's an old movie, but it's. Comic uh, book. He's had. He's had so many movies uh, that dude, were like. He's written so feature much. Feature films, but then also like TV movies. And, yeah, like Carrie yeah. and. And there's so many. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like so many. Cujo. Cujo. Carrie yep. Cujo. Um, Carrie was awesome. That one with the car. Yeah. Um, shit. What was, was that one? Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. I like that one. Oh, he but he did this one where it was like kind of like a comic book. Uh, um, it had a whole bunch of different stories in the movie itself. Uh, oh, um, this is like vaguely familiar. Are you thinking of like that. Tales of the Crypt? It's kind of like Tales of the Crypt, but it's not. It okay. was a, it was an actual movie. Um, okay. Hmm. Uh. There was like this. There was this one story of of the like a spaceship landed and it left like this green fungus <laughs> and they touched this green fungus and this fungus just spread all over their bodies and everywhere. It, it, it got really. Um, was was that something house? I think it was. I think that was the club you went to last night, Dave. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was like a bunch of different actors in it. There was like a young Ted Danson in it. Okay. Um, all right. Dope. It, that's, it all sounds. It all sounds very Stephen King. Like fungus. Whatever. Fungus that's that like spreads and kills people and is like really gross is yeah. super Stephen King. It's very Stephen. That's King. like all over this series. This book series too. Yeah. There, there's just like this is like the the only like sci-fi fantasy series that I've like actually like want to throw like throw up because of the like the descriptions of things <laughs> everything is so gross everything is pretty good i mean he's a visceral writer uh he it was called it. creep I, shell it was called creep, creep, creep shell i've never heard of okay. that yep um but yeah so i guess like the there's i would say five main characters in the the book yeah. books um, and you got, well, we haven't even gotten to this. They they don't even get introduced to the second book, though. Most of them don't get introduced anyway. until the second book. Yeah, but is this like his first kind of series? This was. Uh, he, yeah, I think it was like one of his breakout. This was one of his. He uh, doesn't really do series. No, the the manuscript for the first book, The Gunslinger, was one of the first things he ever wrote. Um, oh wow! But he was too nervous to ever get it published, uh, so he didn't. Um, Dude, how insane is that? That these writers can actually come up with like so many books, and we're you know we're talking like ten thousand pages of words, you know. Oh, and that's only that's only like a fifth of what they actually write. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. yeah. 
Like yeah. I I had trouble like writing a two page essay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. Me like, and that's me and Dirk were talking insane. earlier about how prolific these people are and like how scary it is to try to get into a new series sometimes because you're just staring down the barrel of 50,000 words just to be a part of this world. Right. It's intense. Like, really, like, mad respect for these people. Like, yeah. even if their book sucks, it's like, you still did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like you got through it, yeah. And it was, and yeah. somebody likes your, somebody likes your book. Yeah. So good job. Right. got published. Yeah. You should write a fantasy series, Dave. Oh I would, man! I'd read that. I'd read every word. I would read every. I would. <laughs> I would voraciously eat every word. It'd be a pop-up book. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still read it. I'd love it. Okay. Uh, so these main characters are: it's your boy Roland with his uh, two heavy, dusty guns. Um, there is a kid that he meets named Jake Chambers, who's like a ten-year-old boy, I think. Um, and then you've got like a fast talking uh, ex drug addict named Eddie Dean, uh, who becomes one of his partners, as well as. So when you read the book, when you read the book, and he's already described as a fast talking guy, do you read his words faster? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I do. Do you? Okay. I try to. Like I try to. I, I try to use what the author is like giving me. When they're yeah, describing okay. the person, although it is, it's like that. That kind of thing is like difficult. This actually, whatever. I don't. I don't want to get into it. But go no, on. no. It, like, it's time to get into it. it. All right. I have a beef with writers who who put the description of the way someone said something after the sentence. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> you know. Then you like have they to say back. something, and they, they they like say, oh, and then and then character X said blah 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 hesitantly. Mm, it's yeah, like yeah. wait. I need to know that before mm, yeah. I read the thing. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the other people uh, that I didn't mention yet are uh, Susanna Dean, Odetta Susanna Dean. Uh, she's a very complicated character um, later in the series. But, uh, Describe her. She's a black woman with no legs. Yeah. How does she get around? Wheelchair. Oh. They got wheelchairs. Good for them. <laughs> And the last character. So, so let's carry. Go to the last character, and then we'll we'll. we'll All right, then we can then we can talk more about things. Uh, the last character uh, I already mentioned is the the man in black. Um, this guy's kind of special though because. This character recurs all over Stephen King's writing in all of his books and all of the universes that he writes. Um, and he has different names and has slightly different powers and appearances in every story, but in this book. Uh, specifically, he plays kind of a more integral role to like what's going on in the plot line. Um, some of the names that he has are like uh, Walter Paddock, Randall Flagg, Walter O'Dim, but he's always oh. known as the man of Hold Black. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holding on. Walter Paddock or something. The Walter character, um, I think. Oh shit! It wasn't called The Shining. Well, he also did The Shining. The Shining. Uh, the Shining. <laughs> no, no. He did a. I saw another TV series of his. It wasn't The Shining. It was um. Shit. From King. It was like. Yeah, it was from King. <clears throat> and there was a Walter character in in this, and he was like the death guy, I think. 
deaf guy. I don't know if it's the same. I love these insanely vague descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> dream random, dream catcher. Random little tidbit. He had uh, hair. And, oh uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. He was in a he was in um he was in three episodes of this one show between 1970 <laughs> and 19 1998. The bunk from the wire. Suck a D, Dirk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the uh, bunk from the wire. <laughs> no, come on! You guys don't even know the TV series I'm talking Uncle about. Swim. No, dude, I have no, no I have fucking no idea. idea what you're saying. How do you not know these things? Because you're not <laughs> explaining gonna... them. Oh, try harder. <laughs> what? What are you like trying to end... say? It's the end of the... it was the end of the world. Yeah, it was a television series. It probably went on for like eight episodes. Um, Hold on, let me put a pin in that because is this under the dome? No. It was you had this lady named Nadia. You had um, you had like the devil was in it, and he just brought death all around him. Uh, it was like the end of the world, though. Like there was nothing. There was no. Yeah, oh, I, I actually don't. I don't watch a lot of the Stephen King like TV stuff because it tends to be pretty. The stand the stand. Oh, that's a famous one. For the stand sure. is very famous. The book is fantastic. And um, I think there's a Walter character in there. Yeah, he's uh, this character. Uh, I think he's known as Randall Flagg in that book. Uh, yes, very good. Yeah, um, I love that book. And he's really the devil. Good. And he's the devil. He represents like that, the right? devil. Yeah. Yes. So cool. this Randall Flagg, the same guy, appears in this book, uh, but he goes under different names and different guises. So he's Is he's he kind of devil? he's kind of a magician. Uh, he's the uh, main protagonist for a little while, uh, up until later parts in this book series. I think Stephen King has like a boner for this Randall Flagg guy. He definitely does. Just like a big yeah. chub looking at him, right. thinking about him. Right. Drawing this Randall Flagg character is like Stephen King's go-to guy. You know, he's a Which is, desperate. It's cool. That's, I mean, it's kind of cool when writers have these uh, these like characters that span multiple different books mm. in different series and stuff. I, I, it's yeah. just like, it's a compelling idea. It's, like, it's, oh, it's kind of fun. I, I, people I, like connecting. People like making yeah. connections. People like looking for these kinds of connections. So it's like, it's a useful thing. Right. It, it gives them, and also if, if they're a big fan of the writer, they kind of like, they're like, oh, I wonder when Randall's going to show up. You know, I wonder well, yeah, who and, this. Yeah. And it adds this, uh, this adds a new, uh, actually a, a different, a whole new layer for, for readers. So like readers who have like followed, like, like you said, like fans of the author, have something extra to gain to get from the book. A first-time reader right. wouldn't notice this this connection, but the the the, the advanced quote unquote reader would be able to be like, oh, I know this. I, I'm look, I'm so knowledgeable. Like I'm so cool. And I, I made right. this connection, and that makes you know that's awesome. That's great. Dirk, you've been reading these books um, now, and you're you just finished the Wasteland, right? The third book in the series. Yeah. So why don't you tell us kind of some of your impressions and maybe Dave can glean some information from you about what's going on. Um, well, we do the, you, we like left out, you introduced the characters, yeah. but you left out like how they get introduced. So they, so oh, yeah. book, book two, book one is all uh, Roland just, you know, rolling through the, 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 the shitty world that's just getting shittier and shittier all the time looking for this guy. And book two is like, him he's like on a he gets stranded on a on a beach he gets transported i won't explain wh how or why mm. he gets transported to this beach and the whole book takes place on this beach basically where he's just like walking up the coastline looking for he doesn't really know what but he, he kind of thinks there's going to be something 
to find. And he ends up finding these three doors that go to different, um, they all lead to some, some place on Earth. Actually, they all lead to New York, but at different times, Boom. And different years. Yeah. So, so that's, and that's how you get introduced to, uh, you know, Eddie Dean is behind one door. He has to go, there's like a whole storyline there. And then, uh, uh, Odetta, uh, Susanna is on, uh, is behind, uh, then another door. And then the third door is this like serial killer, um, yeah. that they end up having to like, they end up having, you know, like killing him. Ted so like Bundy. he joins, he, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jack, his name is Jack Mort, which actually is a really cool name Jack for Mort. a ser- serial killer. It in is. My opinion. It's a really cool character name. Jack so Mort. The, Mort. Yeah, Jack Mort. So in the second book, when he goes through the door, he doesn't actually himself physically go through. His body stays behind, but his like his only his mind goes, and he he occupies the mind of each one of these characters that the door is dedicated to. So, um, you, you kind of you're seeing. Can he control eyes. them? Yeah, so he can take control. It's it's a lot like um, being good. You remember that movie, Being John Malkovich? Yeah, I'm pretty. I like. I feel like there's like a, a definite connection there. Like that's a really good point. Fired. So anyway, um, they he 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 saves two of them, kills Jack Mort, and then that's he, basically wait, that's the whole second. Book. So he takes over Jack Mort's mind and then commits suicide. No, yeah. uh, does he, he? No, he. Yeah, he does. He takes and and. Um, or he distracts him while somebody else kills him. I think, I think that's, that's what happens. He gets hit by a car, oh, doesn't no. he? Uh, by by the train. By, by the, the train. The, train. the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A exactly. train. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> familiar. Which. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of like tie-ins, and that, that I, we won't get into the story. So anyway, um, that but that's basically what happens. In book two, and then book three, they there. So he's like, now you have this like this band of travelers. It's it's Eddie and um, and Odetta and and uh, Roland mm-hmm. traveling together looking for they're basically they're trying to find the dark tower yeah so they're now all on the quest together oh by the way um, Odetta is actually she's a split personality so there's one personality is this like really like like this kindly civil rights she's like a civil rights leader right she's like an active yeah, civil she's rights an activist person. and she's an activist and and um, and then this this other side of her is also is like a serial killer. <laughs> she's yeah. this, she's horribly evil a monster. person. Yeah. yeah, total total monster. And they like the, one of the big mm. sounds uh, like turn- sounds like the liberals of today. Oh boy, every fucking episode <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up having to. Uh, so they end up like Roland. One of the big like pivotal points in the series is that Roland uh, manages to make Odetta both her personalities face each other and then acknowledge their existence their, that, that they both exist yeah. and that causes them to merge and then o- so Odetta becomes Susanna um, which is like a third personality is like kind of a combination of the two other personalities basically she becomes a normal person um, so, so, then they so three personalities one's a civil rights leader one's a serial murderer and then uh, the third is a normal person yeah more or less um, Except, yeah, and so they get, she doesn't. There are no other. At the end, there's just one personality. They, there's, there are, there's no more like splitting, um, um personalities after right. that. So anyway, that's the second book. The third book is them, their journey to try and find the dark tower, and they end up going to this, this city, full of like, like, I mean, like just diseased mutant people. Yeah. That, uh, are trying to kill them. So, um. 
Dirk, help me remember. Uh, we can cut this out. Um, when does Jake? Where's Jake right now? Jake is no. So in the second in the second book. Yeah. So in the well, so at the end of the first book, we have to say this, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Jake, who is this? Who is Roland's companion in the first book? Roland ends up having to make a choice between saving Jake's life and continuing on to find the Dark Tower, and he just decides to find the Dark Tower and lets Jake die. Yeah. And that's a that's the big that's a big running thing in the second book where he's like wrestling with this like I can't believe I did that yeah. um, like he broke this promise to this kid. So in the, the second book, Jake is he they everyone thinks Jake is dead, but then in the third book he comes. He, there are basically two timelines that mm. are going at the same time, parallel universes, and they, uh, Jake has to. How does Jake come back? I don't remember. That's why I asked. Um, but basically, oh, you find you get the haunted house. Yeah. So Jake finds the haunted house, and then okay. <laughs> Dave, you following? Yes. Where we at, Dave? <laughs> He's Dave in the gets- fun. He's in the fun house. <laughs> he's been Dave, stuck Dave in. He's been up. stuck in the fun house. He's been yeah, okay. looking in the mirrors. He can't find his way out. You're following perfectly. Twenty yeah, years. That's exactly it. Yeah. So he, he he gets it. He gets. He finds the haunted house, and um and it ends up it's a portal to the to midworld, and that becomes the point at which he goes back <clears> to the world, and the the two parallel universes recombine to one. Yeah, but it's not really it's not really that well explained. It just happens. No, but but what's interesting is in in the first book, Jake is the only friend that Roland makes really. Um, Jake, this little kid, and he meets him at this way station in the middle of the desert. Um, no reason why the kid should be there, but he is, and the kid doesn't even remember how he got there. And Roland uh, hypnotizes him and finds out that uh, right before he met him, the kid just died. So, uh, this kid, Jake Chambers, f- just died, but now he's traveling with Roland somehow. What kind of kid are we talking here? Five to like ten? A, like a ten-year-old ten kid. Like a ten-year-old kid. He's like ten, eleven years old, yeah. Um, and then they travel for a while, and they get into some shit, but, um, and Roland is like, don't worry, kid, I'm going to take care of you, I- I'm making a promise to you. But then at the end of that book, he's faced with a decision to either have to save uh, that kid's life from some... Uh, basically like certain death uh, mm-hmm. or to continue his search for the man in black in order to get to the dark tower kid I, I you got to choose the dark tower that's exactly what he does because he's, he's just like dude this kid already died he's well, still be all right regardless he forsakes the kid watches the kid die and then uh, continues his quest ooh he has to watch. So he's got to deal with it, and that's a lot of yeah, the second book. Falls, and the, the kid has to fall into like a dark pit. Yeah. Oh, so he yeah. has to watch him fall. But and he has to let him go, basically. Yeah. I like. I prefer out of sight, out of mind for my. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're watching. killing he children, he didn't just leave him in the woods. It was like <laughs> the kid was hanging on by a like by a thread, and he was, had to cut the thread. Yeah, Dave. Wow. Dave, what do you usually do when you abandon children? <laughs> What's your uh, chosen method? Yeah, <laughs> Jake comes back though. Dark Tower. And he, he so he gets he he comes back. Ah, so he he made he made a wise decision. Of course, he knew the kid was going to come back. He did not no. know that. Oh, he didn't. Oh. No. Oh, okay. If he's really glad the kid came back because he's he was feeling real guilty. Is yeah. the kid pissed at him? When oh yeah. Back? No. No. No, he's not. I thought he was. No, he's no no no. He's not. He's not mad at all. Oh, that's right. Because uh, right before he let Jake die, 
Jake said something that's like kind of famous in the series. He said, uh, right when Roland was about to make the decision, should I kill him or not? Basically, uh, he looked him in his eyes and he said, let go. There's other worlds than these. And then yeah. he let the kid die. So he doesn't come back and like kick him in the shin. Like, <laughs> let die, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, uh, there's like a lot of, um, destiny talk <clears throat> and like fate talk in this series. And when they all get back together, they form some kind of um, special bond. These these four characters, uh, along they're with tied, a, they're tied together. Along with another character that you would fucking hate, Dave. Uh, oh no! A little animal called Oi. Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> what really, kind of animal? It looks. It's, ha- it's like half half badger, half half dog, raccoon, half. Of what? I don't know. Half raccoon and it's like purple yeah, tinted. Oh no. With black rings. And it and all it and all it says is is oi. 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 Actually, yeah. it can kind of talk cuz it also what knows What is it like, Australian? Yeah. <laughs> it, it calls it calls Jake Ake. Yeah. Oh no. Oi. Ake. Why why do they always have to take these turns? <laughs> why do you need the stupid animal that speaks? In all I, of these things. I, I actually love Oya. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, this is the reason why they put these things in, you know? <laughs> for sh- for schmucks like me. Yes. So they can sell oh, plushies yeah. on the internet. Yeah, right. I, I never liked Oi. I thought he was a worthless character. He doesn't really serve purpose. That's my point. They're worthless characters. I yeah. don't really, you know, That's what I feel. Mm, I'm no, I like, I like blind affection. So yeah, you've. Oh yeah, so we have to get back to the, to the city of Lud. Ludlow. Uh, so nope, I uh, don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> it's a city. It's it's a city in Vermont. Donklow. Okay. <clears throat> oh, Donklow. Ludlow. Don- that's where Mount Snow is, I think. Donklow. So. No, Ludlow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys are impossible to explain things. <laughs> All right, go 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 go. Lud Lud is a, a city like built in like the olden times when they were when the like what are they called the the ancient ones or the what are they called the the, the 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 people who used to have like all the high technology and stuff mm. um they they built the city and then those people all left or died off or whatever and then they just like these the, the their descendants have just they've they just have descended into like horrible horrible conditions tribe gang um, warfare yeah exactly so there's these two these two tribes that are warring in the city the grays and the pubes <laughs> no yeah the grays and the pubes you yeah. know it baby and uh and so they oh, one, that is some, so awesome the grays, the, grays live, the grays live below ground in like the sewer system and the and the, yeah. and the I'm pubes actually live dreading i'm dreading when i get yeah. gray pubes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a big problem so they <laughs> Ugh. anyway they they have to they fight their way basically through the um through the two, the two like warring gangs, mm. and uh, they have to get. They're trying to find the train station, where they will find this uh, this highly intelligent train that will take them to the dark tower. And also, yeah. uh, the guy who runs the pubes, I think. Oh no, who's in the who's on the Gray. underground? TikTok, Grays. Yeah, TikTok Gray man. Bad guy called he the holds- TikTok man. He's the timekeeper. I don't know why he's called TikTok. He's actually. just an asshole, actually. He's just a horrible, like, yeah, sadist. Yeah. Oh, I like him. 
And there's also uh, what's the other guy's name? Dirk. Uh, Gasher. Gasher. There's another bad guy bandit. I actually, Stephen Stephen King knows how to make you hate a character. Yes, he does. Oh yeah. 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 He definitely knows how to make you hate a character because yeah. that this guy Gasher is just a hideous person. Yeah. There is nothing redeemable about him. He's, no. Everything he does makes you your blood just boil. Yeah. Really. In fact, every character you meet in the wasteland, more or less, is just yeah. reprehensible. Like, there's... give me an example of what of of a Gasher move. Uh, well, so like he he kidnaps at one point he kids he kidnaps Jake, and to take him to to the TikTok man who's his boss. And <clears throat> entire time, Jake, he's like. He's he's he just anytime Jake's does basically anything, he just kicks him in the mouth or, or shoves him to the ground or like does something or like you know does something horrible to him or chokes him out. Um, Jesus. And, yeah, yeah. Just and just basically for no reason, just does it. Um, and he's constantly making these, you know, he's just like just constantly threatening him, making it, and uh, you know telling him he's gonna he's gonna kill him. Or he's like he's gonna get tortured and all this like just horrendous stuff. So he's just an abusive guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a he's a, just a horrible person. And 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 he's like covered in what? Uh, no, he's well maybe maybe he's covered in these like sores like mm. like leprosy oh. sores and they're like they're like oozing and oh there's just oh. It, Ga- I would say Gasher is a pretty good example for like how Stephen King writes the series and how <laughs> that's why it's called Gasher because it just has open gashes everywhere. Basically, ew. Yeah. Mm. How'd you get into these books, Ricky? I was living in Japan and I was super bored, and uh, someone gave me the Gunslinger before I left, and um, okay. I just read the whole series in like a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They they were selling in the, them at the bookstore in uh, the city I lived in, so I just got hooked up. Okay. Cool. That's a big find. Yeah, you, it was you massive. Have limited options, and then you're like, and you find something that's actually really good. Yep, saved my life. Because yeah. I've always, actually, I've always really liked Stephen King. I read The Stand a long time ago when I was a kid, and just that right. entered me into that world because it's such a long and like interesting story. And yeah. So is this series over? The series is over. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Uh, however, um, one of the reasons why we decided to talk about it is they are making a movie about it that will come out this year. Um, and the lead, the guy who's going to play Roland, Deshane, is uh-huh. motherfucking Idris Elba, and it's going to be awesome. Who's that? Uh, Stinger, Stringer, Stringer Bell. Stringer from Bell the from The Wire. Oh, you guys love The Wire. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, but then also, <laughs> um, and isn't Matthew McConaughey in the? Yeah, I mean, Matthew the... McConaughey is gonna play the Man in Black, Randall Flagg. Oh, okay. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. Um, Dave, you want to play words with Dave? Uh huh. All right, let's fucking tuck in, baby. Um, oh, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. Speed round. Speed round speed for round. sure. Speed round, speed round. We're going to go between Ricky and Dirk, one after the other. Are you ready, Dave Barlin? And go. Thank you, Cy. Thank you, Cy? Thank you, Cy. Thank you, Cy. Oh, thank you, Cy. That's like an Asian way of saying thank you. I don't know. Moving on. Cotet. Cotet. Cotet? Yeah, cotet. It's a sword. The beams. The beams. The beams. 
the beams are, um, uh, the railroad. The Cradle of Lud. The Cradle of Lud. Cradle of Lud. Maybe a strip club or something. I don't know. Uh, Blaine the Mono. Uh, it's a person, um, he has mono. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shardick. Shardick. (laughs) That's Gash's penis. Um, This is my favorite. Lobstrosity. That's like the worst crime you can do, or something, I don't know. What's the crime? Uh, (laughs) um, I'm so scared to ask that. I don't know what the crime is. I, you know, I don't know what this world is. Dave, what is that lobstrosity you've just That's uh, committed? That's a lobstrosity. <laughs> so you were, you were right about the first one. Thank you, Sai. <laughs> kind uh, of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, halfway right. <laughs> it is just thank you. It's oh, okay. thank you. There's, uh, so in, this, uh, in Midworld, uh, there's an old language that no one uses anymore, basically called high speech. And uh, Roland is pretty much the only guy left who can speak it fluently. Uh, and thank you, Sai, is a very formal way to say thank you. Uh, okay, so Katet. Katet is, the, is basically like the, it's the descriptor of the, the fellowship that they... It's when, it's when, a, when a group of people are like bound in, in fate. Like their, their destiny is, is bound together. So that's mm. called a Katet. Mm. I don't remember what you, you called it. Who cares? I called it a sword. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the beams. This one's tricky. Um, the beams are these giant magical technological. Like, I think they're like just like laser beams or something. giant laser beams that shoot across the sky in Midworld. They're energy all... beams, I think. Energy beams that are meant to shoot to to in- all intersect on uh, the dark, the dark tower. tower, and supposedly those beams are what is keeping the world from. Uh, just falling apart, shattering. All worlds. All worlds. All, worlds. all universes. That's right. Okay, so it's like the sun keeps. No, but no, no, they're they're just um... like. It's not like the sun. It's not like they provide. I, I think they maybe they provide energy to the, all the universe or something. But they, they were they were not created by, but they're maintained by North something Positronics, right? Um, yeah, which okay. is something from this advanced uh, technological culture that is forgotten. But as far as we know, the beams are required to keep the world in check, or the universes in check, rather. Like balanced. Balanced. <clears throat> okay. Um, so Roland also takes it upon himself to try to keep these beams alive, more or less. Okay. The yeah. cradle. So the cradle of lead um, is. Oh, to the cradle of lead. <laughs> Billy not, not a what did you what did you say it was a strip club right yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so not a strip club which is really kind of odd to think of a strip club being named anything related to cradles but um, <laughs> the cradle of blood is actually oh. just the the basically the 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 train station that they're trying it's where the train lives in the city next stop cradle of blood bingo yeah and gotcha. uh going along with that blaine the mono is uh, the train that's supposed to sit in wait in the Cradle of Blood. Blaine? What a weird name. I know. And Blaine the Mono is insane. Blaine's gone crazy. Uh, this. It's an AI, it's an AI yeah. that has gone crazy over It's a train. It's a train. Yeah. And the that's train. It's gone crazy. The train has yeah. AI. Like, it, it 
has consciousness and since you guys hear yourselves <laughs> since it's yeah. been by itself for hundreds and hundreds and you're of years okay with this i'm f- i'm fine with it all aboard man crazy train Let's do it. all aboard all aboard playing the mono yep uh and this crazy train um Ozzy Osbourne was kind of it's gone insane over hundreds and hundreds of years of being by itself more or less and being inoperative uh and they board it and stuff happens but I'm not going to tell you what because I don't think Dirk's there in the books okay yeah 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 don't tell me what happens on the train the only thing I know is that they get on the train by by making a deal with the train yeah that they will tell the train riddles in exchange for the train not killing them all uh, <laughs> I sometimes I do step back and listen to us talk, Dave. Oh my god! And it is fucking gibberish. You're right. It is gibberish. Speaking of gibberish, Shardik is uh, a giant. <laughs> it's a giant bear that is also a robot that it's has. A ro- it's a cyborg bear that has an antenna on its head. I don't really remember Shardik's deal, yeah. if I'm being honest. No, it's the guardian of one of the gates. So, like, there's, I guess there's, well, there's 12 gates that right. are, that, that are for the, like, to the, 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 the beginning of the beams. Yeah. So, they, each one is guarded by uh, a, a cyborg, like, a, a robot animal. Giant. Yeah. It's a, the Shardik is a huge, it's 70-foot tall grizzly bear. Whoa. Whoa, that's a big bear. Yeah, big babe. bear. Big bear. It's a big bear. He's riled to a nice guy? Bear. No, I mean he he's it's 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 like one of part of the ancient technology technology so it's all all of this shit is degrading so it has also gone insane and yeah. um ends up trying to kill the the group and the group has to kill it. How did they kill Shardik? Ooh, big gunfight. Big gunfight. Yeah. Okay. It's very very tense. I think uh Susanna ends up ending the fight. She yeah. shoots she it like, in the fucking in the eye. eye. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Um, and the last thing, Dave, a lobstrosity, your your mm-hmm. heinous criminal act. Too bad to say, uh, right. it's 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 a it's a monster lobster. <laughs> it's a lobster, <laughs> but it's a monster, and it can kill you. He's he's such a dick. Cause he's from Maine. Because <laughs> he's from Maine, but he's got to put a lobster in there. It's yeah. a it's a lobster. But it's a mon. Do you get it, Dave? I get. I it's... totally get it. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Dama chum. Yeah, and they yeah. say the same things over. Chaka chum. Dada chum. Chaka chum. Dada chick. Chick chick. Lobster. But they'll 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 wreck you. Yeah. They'll, they'll they'll knock you out. Big big lobster claws. Yeah. Big lobster gonna knock like you razor, out. Razor sharp. Delicious. Do they ever eat these? Uh yes. He does Did kill him and eat him. He, he kills and eats one, and also one of them uh, chops off two of his fingers on his hand. Ooh. Rolling. And a toe. And a toe. Ooh, and a toe. Yeah. Yep. He gets bit wrecked. Gets lobstrosatized. <clears throat> um, Dave, I would love to play Dave Talks with you again. We, Me and Dirk, we, we talked about it. We thought about it. We thought about the risks and the rewards. And after, uh-huh. last, after last week, I got to tell you, I was not ready to hear it again, but Dirk Dirk came <laughs> back in. Dirk came in with some very very convincing conversations, and um, we're gonna give it one more shot. How do you feel about that? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, listen, we can always delete it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dirk, you're in charge of this shit. 
All right, Dave, I'm going to ask you a question, then you're going to talk for one minute. One. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> Go. Do you think the world has moved on? From what? In this book or like in real life? Whatever you think. Either one. The world has moved on. I don't know. That's that's such a broad question. That you have to really think about. Who does the world moved on to? I mean, if you're talking about times, yeah. I mean, like, we've moved on from... <sighs> moved on? How does a world move on? No. The world has not moved on at all. What do you mean the world has moved on? There's no, like, one general consensus that a world has moved on. You know, you can't say that. Because some people still live in the past. So, there's no way. There's people who've moved on, but there's not a whole world that has moved on. Unless we're talking about technology, then the world has moved on. So, like, <laughs> you know, um, let's say from the telephone to the smartphone, yeah, the world has moved on. Almost everybody has this type of technology now. Even the poorest of the poor have almost have a smartphone now. It's So the world has moved on in a way, yeah, when it comes to technology. But I think in, like, ideologies and... Um, people's general feelings about things, I don't think the world has moved on at all. I think that while technology advances, people stay the same. Um, even I think they even get a little bit more. As technology advances, I think people regress more. That's my thoughts on the world moving on. I don't think people's minds can even keep up with the technology. And pencils down. That will be the first half of the SAT. Thank you very much. (laughs) You've got 20 minutes to take a bathroom break. (laughs) 20 minutes. That was was perfect. That was really good. Yeah. Dave? That's exactly what I wanted. I got to tell you. Got to tell you. Wasn't, wasn't, uh, didn't have high hopes for that. You're making me reach deep, man. It's, it's, yeah. It's... That's what I wanted. You got to get out of your comfort zone. This, yeah. week, this week, we made you think about ideologies. Last week, we questioned your sexuality. You came out on top. Good job. We're, we're remaking you it. one episode at a time. Yep. <laughs> I came out on top. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I do recall, actually, uh, a cautious Dave on episode zero saying, I hope you guys don't fucking change me with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is in the Dark Tower? Inside the Dark Tower? Yeah. I don't know either. I have no idea. But I wonder what you... Oh, you don't know either. Um, I do. I think... I'll take a a wild guess. Um, It's it's something that is... It's some kind of entity or person or, you know, like the devil type of thing. Definitely evil. That is really holding um, the worlds from moving on, so to speak. So mm. it's it's keeping it's keeping all of the world in despair. How how can and... you describe that evil? Do you think <clears throat> that type of evil? I don't know. It just kind of it, 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 somehow it does not creating prosperity through um, either famine or uh, just people not getting along or something like that. Cool. Having... You, wait, you think it's actually destabilizing? I think I think it's what creates all the evil people in the world, in a way, you know, and it keeps, you know. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Derek, you got any guesses? I think it's just full of lobstrosities. 
You're probably Sounds right. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Dave, Dave, how bad do you want to be a gunslinger? I would love to be a gunslinger. That's always been my dream. Really? Oh, yeah, sure. So, uh, actually, that makes me think, in this uh, book series, there's, like, mm-hmm. when Roland became a gunslinger, he had to go through some, like, serious fucking trials to do it. Uh, okay. You get apprenticed like you do anything in medieval times. Uh, right. And so he wasn't able to, like try out to defeat his uh his mentor until he was 14 i think in the book but the only way you can become a gunslinger is by basically putting your mentor in the hospital um in in one-on-one combat right okay yeah so the uh grasshopper has to become you know the bigger grasshopper. Yeah, the bigger grasshopper (laughs) (laughs) yeah so would would you at like Age 14, 15, Dave Barlin, would you go toe-to-toe with, like, a full-blown gunslinger to become a gunslinger? Sure, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. What weapon would you choose? You get to choose one weapon to fight with. That's not... Yeah, um, not, not necessarily a gun. Not a gun. Not necessarily a gun? No. Um, Wait, can you not choose a gun? I think you have to choose not a gun. I think it's be a not, not a gun, yeah. Yeah, you're not, allowed, staff. you're not allowed to have a gun until you're a gunslinger. Uh, you choose a staff. A staff. I use a staff, yeah. Like like Donatello. Like a bow. Like Donatello, yeah. Um your yeah. your opponent has like um fuck. Uh what are those things called? It's like one of those uh wooden uh clubs with like the end is much bigger than the other re- part of it. It's rounder at a the end. A baseball bat? No. <laughs> there there's like there's like a giant wood nodule at the end so you can like really oh, fucking okay. knock somebody it's kind of like a it's kind of like a mace yeah like like a wooden blackjack basically wooden yeah. blackjack yeah. yeah uh that's okay, your opponent yeah, dude oh easily i Bo- got him bowstaff got him <laughs> bowstaff dude i got the length i could keep him at bay because he's got a short club you yeah. know so you keep him at bay yeah you know let him miss with his club because the club's going to be a little bit heavier. Yeah. The, the bow is light. Yeah. He misses one time with that. I could get like two, three hits in with the bow. Ooh. You know. You know? Oh, I would love to yeah. watch you bow staff fight somebody. Dude, that's why, like, you know, you see these guys. You see these guys, like, like maybe you've seen somebody try to hit somebody with a club or something like that. Uh-huh. Did they get one, one strike? And mm-hmm. the, on that one strike, you have to make them miss, and then you would have to attack very quickly, because that's that's the way it works. You, mm. know? you sound a lot like you sound a lot like Matron Colfin, Actually, he he fights oh, yeah. with a bow staff. Yeah, I like the bow staff. It's mm-hmm. you know what it's cool about the bow staff. What it's it's very it's a very simple weapon. Uh huh. But it takes years of practice, you mm. know, to master. Easy and to learn, is, impossible to master. This is a parable straight out of Wheel of Time. By the it way. really, it really is. <laughs> there's, uh, a, there's a whole, there's a whole section dedicated <laughs> to the advantages of the simple bow staff. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. God. Did you just fall in love with me, Dirk? <laughs> Long ago, buddy. <laughs> Dirk's all red in the face. <laughs> Dave's so got good. a boner. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Weird. Yeah, I choose the bow for sure. Choose the bow. That's awesome. Me too, man. Me too. There's a couple there's a couple of um like I've always thought about like if I was medieval times, if I was living in medieval times, mm-hmm. I I always think about the jobs that I would have. Yeah, like I, a, I think like want to be a blacksmith. Oh. 
blacksmith, huh? No. You would you would definitely be a blacksmith. Yeah, wanna, yeah. I would want to like create. I would be want to be doing the welding, you know, like those types yeah, of yeah. things. Okay, yeah. if you could go back in time, and let's say, for example, yeah, and I'm just throwing this as an example. Fine. Um, go back to like I'm just as an example. You could go back to any time period you want. Any. What would you want to be the inventor of? Oh man. Like you could go back to like 1997 or something. No, no, no maybe like 2002. 1997. No, but you you invented the the first smartphone. Okay, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, the internet would have been pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't like a. That's that's a cool invention, but that like took a lot of time to catch on to. You know, like this mm. wasn't that wasn't like a flash invention. So you yeah. mean like if I could invent one thing and it like defined me, what would I want it to be? Yeah. Hmm. I'd be the inventor of the pens they use that that NASA used uh, that that you could use in space. Oh, the upside down pens. Yeah. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind to me, and this is totally nonsensical, but it's the only thing that's coming to mind because of my fucking dad. When when my dad used to drive me in his truck to school, uh, you would see all mm-hmm. the other kids walking to school with all their backpacks on. My dad would mm-hmm. see all the kids with their backpacks on and be like, "For fuck's sake, I wish I was the guy who vented goddamn backpacks." Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. so many kids with backpacks, and uh, <laughs> I guess Jan Sport over there. Yeah, Mister. Mr. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Jan's backpack. <laughs> yeah, Joe Backpack. Okay. Nice to meet you. That's cool. <laughs> I'd be Joe Backpack. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's like that's that. a good one. Yep. All right. Uh, um, you guys. All right. Yeah. All right. So you didn't go too big with this. I like that. You would like you actually just went with small consumer products. Yeah. Sure. Well, I tried to go with the internet, but you said no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, if, if, we're, if we're being real, I, I would be like, oh, I like invented the uh, the Bloomberg terminal or something. Gotcha. What would you invent? Uh, um, the thong. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you had that loaded in the fucking chamber. <laughs> this whole episode was to to, to corner us to into get there, having to <laughs> ask him. Could you imagine if I didn't ask Dave? So what would you invent? He'd just be sitting there waiting for somehow to. He would have never gotten off. He would have kept the conversation. Like what? What? You don't ask me? Don't reciprocate. It's a two-way street, motherfucker. His last word on the on the on the recording would just be thong. Have a great day, guys. Thanks a lot for the podcast. Thong. <laughs> uh, Dirk, you got anything else? No, I'm I'm all done, man. We good, Dave? I got, got places to be. Dave, you got any? Me too. Dave, you got any uh any reflections on the Dark Tower? Dark Tower? Uh, not really. I mean, we're gonna get back into it. Uh, we're getting back into it. It's time. it's it's cool. It's cool. Like I oh. I just hate it when I hate it when they throw these stupid characters in. Oy. It just really bothers. So I'm glad that you like it uh, though. I don't think we've ever ended a podcast with you saying it's cool. So this is yeah, a well, new first, step because it's first. Stephen King, so you know it's going to be all right. Yeah, okay. You know it's gonna be all right. I like so, that. I'm behind it. I've liked a few of the podcasts. Though. You know, like um, what did I like? 
You can't um, think of a one. <laughs> yeah. No. I hate, I hate it all. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was, I was so bored in the airport that I downloaded Hearthstone what? onto onto my iPad. It took me about three minutes to delete it. <laughs> so, it was so boring. I'm it so was not like, surprised. I got to level three. Yeah. And, like, I met, like, this wizard guy with a mustache, and I, he made me so angry. <laughs> wizard guy. Yeah. Oh, Dave. All right. Terrific. Thank you right. to Halk for the use of your track, Blooper Reeling, for our theme song off the album World 1-2, licensed by Brave Wave. You can find more from Halk at halc.bandcamp.com, and you can download the album at store.bravewave.com. We are now on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Please download us there and leave a review. It'll help us get the word Thank out about the podcast. Elk. Thank you, Cy, everybody. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, at Two Nerds and a Guy, and at our website, twonerdsandaguy.com. Thanks a lot for listening. Dave, Dirk, love you guys. Cool. Hey, I, I've been trying to think of uh, a sign-off for the show. You guys got anything? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to think about it. You guys should create a sign-off every other every episode that has something to do with what we're talking about how would those characters say goodbye or something like that okay mm-hmm. all right you nerd data chum data chick data chick data right. chum keep yeah, your sure, hands whatever keep yeah. your hands out of that dick box <laughs> <laughs> goodbye I go. I go to the gym and I and I say, "What? What would Dave do?" <laughs> Dave, if you were working out with Dirk, what would you guys do today? What would we be doing? Chest and tries. Oh, that's all I ever do. <laughs> mm-hmm.